here he is. It's a pleasure to do this. I don't normally get to do this show. Welcome, Peter Mullen. Lovely to have you for health and wellbeing. Thank you very much. Lovely to lovely to see you. We're You're taking... looking very well, actually. Oh, thank you. Maybe I'm eating those superfoods. <laughs> Could be the secret. Could All be part the of the Cadbury secret. All the chocolate that's in the uh, cupboard. <laughs> but we are going to look at a superfood today. Look, we are. There's been a lot of talk about superfoods for a while, and... Um, there's one superfood, one of the best superfoods that I love, people actually may already have in their pantry. I like this because it's cheap and it's, it's not cheap. something like kale. And you can use and it's not kale. <laughs> it's That's not two kale. very good reasons, inexpensive <laughs> and not kale. This is probably in the cupboard. It's inexpensive and readily available. Yeah, look, it is. And, and there's an old saying, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Mm-hmm. But um, a couple of teaspoons of this superfood is all you need. So oh, it I know helps it with is. digestion. Uh, weight loss um, and even diabetes some research is suggesting so yeah apple apple cider vinegar wow okay everyone does have we've certainly got that in the cupboard we we use it a lot cook with it a lot well, we were talking um, last week we were talking about fermenting foods um, and how easy it is to make your own you know sauerkraut and yeah, kombucha and kefir. Good. yeah yeah and the health benefits of that so a lot of people don't realize that apple cider vinegar is an enzyme and probiotic rich fermented food so um so basically made from apples and allowed to ferment so apple cider vinegar yeah people don't realize that, that it's a fermented food the same as making your own sauerkraut or um kombucha so why is it so good for us what sort of things does it do to our gut and digestion well, look, it, it, more and more, it, it does a lot of wonderful things for our health. Um, improves digestion. Um, you know, at 50, it's normal to have half the stomach acid we had. And I know you're nowhere near 50. No, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so at 50, it's normal um, for us to have half the stomach acid production we did when we were 20. So a lot of people get reflux, think that reflux is because they're producing too much acid. Yeah. In a lot of cases, it's not. It's because their valve's not working properly between the stomach and the esophagus. And they may actually be, in fact, a bit under acid and not digesting food properly. So okay. it sounds counterintuitive, but apple cider vinegar may be beneficial for some people with reflux ah. to try and re-regulate that because you want a nice acid response in your stomach and um, you need that acid response because it's a protective barrier. So if you eat a food and it's got bacteria on it that you want to kill before it gets into your intestinal tract... Um, but it also helps to start that digestive process, particularly breaking down proteins. So you need these proteins to be broken down and you also need to be able to absorb the nutrients and absorb the amino acids. But what's really important as we get older is you need a good acid response in your stomach to ionise your minerals. So things like calcium, magnesium, iron, zinc, we need a nice acid stomach to make these um, minerals or put these minerals into a form that we can then absorb that's good to know because as someone that suffers from reflux you, you hear vinegar and you know apple cider and you think oh god the thought of you know having, having that, something yeah it no sounds way. a bit counterintuitive yeah, but, but in fact it could be very helpful yeah so one way one way of trying to do that is um and, and the idea is to try and stimulate your digestion to be more efficient so you just have like say maybe a tea start with a teaspoon in, in a little bit of water just before each meal 15 minutes before each meal. Try and get that fire burning a bit better. Okay. You know, some, some cultures believe that, you know, our digestive function is probably best in the middle of the day. You know, in Ayurvedic medicine, I think they call it Agnew. And the idea is that as the sun, when the sun's at its highest is when our digestive function's probably at its best. So 
we probably should have our main meal in the middle of the day. Yeah. Yep. So apple cider vinegar is a great way to prime or improve that digestion. Okay, and losing weight. Tell yeah. me about this. We'll be buying it by the gallon. <laughs> so it's actually been, apple cider vinegar has been shown to improve insulin resistance, um, which means that by um, helping your insulin to be more effective in dropping blood sugar levels, it can help you get into fat burning. So for a long time, apple cider vinegar has been, you know, held up as a tonic and they've done studies where people taking a certain amount will lose inches off their waist within a certain time period without changing anything else. And, the, and the, so now they've gone on to prove, well, why is that the case? And it's because of its effect of helping to make insulin more effective. So apple cider vinegar, not only for losing weight, but particularly because of this role it plays in improving insulin resistance, um, managing and helping to prevent even type 2 diabetes. Yeah, right. So if someone's been told that they're um, pre-diabetic yes. or if they continually get elevated um, blood sugars back where they've got elevated glucose or an elevated what's called a HbA1c, which is a three-month marker of your sugar metabolism, um, taking apple cider vinegar can be really beneficial from a preventative point of view. And the third thing, or the other thing that um, apple cider vinegar is great for, and again, it sounds counterintuitive, one of the concepts us naturopaths have is that degenerative disease or poor health is contributed to if the body's under acid stress. And what tends to make our body under acid stress is if we're drinking too much coffee, if we're not getting to bed and asleep by 9.30, if yeah. we're getting sleep deprivation, having too much sugar or processed foods, uh, alcohol, too much red meat, cereals and grains, contributes more of an acid burden. The body's got to buffer that. So apple cider vinegar, even though it's an acid, because it triggers that nice acid response in our stomach, it actually triggers then a good alkalinizing response by our pancreas. So one of the best ways to encourage a more alkaline influence on our body chemistry is to include apple cider vinegar and even lemon in water you know, a couple of times a day before meals. This is good stuff. Yeah, okay. and so if you've got a degenerative, like if you've got osteoporosis, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, all of these sorts of conditions, your health will improve if you can encourage a more alkaline environment. And apple cider vinegar is an awesome way to do that. And we'll talk about doses a bit later on. Yeah, we'll have a quick break. We'll come back and we'll look at doses and, and, and why how it works. How to take it. Yeah, yep. how to take it. We've got Brian from Swansea on the line. You've got a question for Peter regarding apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Hi, Peter. Hi, Brian. Um, so I want to know, I actually mix the apple cider in water, but I put a teaspoon of bicarb in it too because bicarb's alkalizing. I just wonder, what's the effect with that with the apple cider vinegar? Is that a good mix or not? Um, you know what? I would probably separate it because right. you're, you're kind of trying to do two different things. Like... Um, the getting a good quality organic bicarb soda if your body chemistry is acidic is a great idea but if you mix it with the uh, vinegar they sort of fizz up and they'll probably counteract each other right okay does that make sense like the what you're trying to do with the vinegar is trigger your body to produce more bicarb soda basically or alkalinizing enzymes so yeah you could definitely do both but i'd do maybe the apple cider vinegar um, in some water 15 minutes before your evening meal and I'd try the bicarb soda maybe first thing in the morning or even mid-morning. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. 
Yeah, that, that's great. Thank you very much for that. No, my pleasure. Thanks, Brian. Now, Trish from Bacolbin rang in, uh, Peter. She wanted to know if apple cider vinegar can interfere with medication. Look, I haven't come across anywhere. Like, one of the reasons why natural medicines can interfere with um, prescription medications is if they contain um, compounds that speed up the clearance through the liver. So if you're taking a medication, you're taking a drug that maybe blocks a certain or slows down a certain pathway like a natural medicine, then that drug's going to give you higher doses. Or you might be taking a drug or a medication and taking something natural that actually speeds up the clearance through the liver. So you're going to interfere with the, the level in your system. Um, generally, apple cider vinegar, being a food, being a fermented food, I don't think there would be too much um, uh, risk of um, reactions with medication. Okay. The only area that you may be a little bit cautious is if someone's already diabetic and they're using insulin or um, diabetic drugs, if the apple cider vinegar works to give them even a bit better of a blood sugar response, then they may have to just adjust their other medications in conjunction with what their doctor would recommend. But but generally, I've not come across any contraindications otherwise. It's all good news. Now, Peter, we were talking off um, air. How do we, what dosage do we need and how do we actually use the apple cider vinegar? Well, look, there's a few few different versions of how to take it. Um, One of the things I will say, though, is um, some people find that if they've got problems with their their enamel on their teeth, because apple cider vinegar is acidic, you if you've got problems with your with the enamel on your teeth, it is best to try and drink it through a straw. Oh, so it can strip the enamel, can it? If it you, can if affect your enamel if okay. your enamel's susceptible. Okay, sure. I think it's probably a bit of a genetic thing, but um, I remember a dentist at one of my talk made that point that he's seeing a lot more people have enamel problem these days, maybe because of our more acidic diet. So just something to be conscious of. Yeah, so sure. I, I would. I always drink it through like either a glass straw or a stainless steel. Yep. Straw. Okay. Which are really easy to come by. So what I like to do, I tend to have lemon in water first thing in the morning. So I'll have half a lemon squeezed in water first thing because I find the livers, the lemon's good. It sort of wakes your liver up. And, you know, even if you think about biting on a lemon, you know, you can start, it increases your saliva. (laughs) It does, you see. Straight away. So even when you, if you think about, so even if you think about having lemon in water, your liver's going to start to increase its you know, detox pathways which is and what stuff. We, so which is what, what we, we want. want. Okay. So I do the lemon in water and then I do about 10 to 15 or really a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. I think it's about 15 mil. Okay. In, say, 250 mil glass of water. Yep. Um, sometimes if I'm, and this sounds very sad, but sometimes if I want to make it seem like a, an alcoholic beverage, I'll actually put it in soda water. Are you that doing is that? Sad. At, that do, is yes, sad. particularly at 8 o'clock in the morning, Peter. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. That one, that one... Um, would be, you know, 15 minutes before dinner of a night time. Oh, I'm guessing it doesn't have the same effect as my margaritas that I make around that time. <laughs> no, but see, my vivid imagination, I can imagine I'm having a margarita before dinner, but it's really apple cider vinegar, so. Okay, so you're having it more than once a day. Oh, no, sorry, so I'll have the lemon in the morning and then the apple cider vinegar before oh, dinner. Got you, okay, yeah. But if say, if, say if someone had reflux, I would try maybe five mil of apple cider vinegar in about 125 or 200 mils of water just sipped 15 minutes before each meal all right okay just as just to try and help re-regulate that acid alkaline balance in the um with in the tummy okay so you yeah so that's a good so that's idea five mils you said five, start off on five, five meals yep yep and then you can increase it up to 10 meals if you if you find it's really working well 
Um, other ways you can do it um, in salad dressings. Yeah. My so, husband does a lot of um, dressings with apple cider vinegar. Yeah, okay. He'll even okay. put it in stir fries. He'll use that as the, the acid in the stir fry. Great idea. Yeah. Great idea. It's good. And one thing one thing that is important with your apple cider vinegar is that you do get avoid distilled apple cider vinegar. Okay. So if it's clear, if there's no sediment in the bottom, it's probably distilled. So it's not a f- not fermented. And it's the f- fermentation that we're after. Yeah, it's the fermentation that, okay. that pulls out all the nutrients and grows the good bacteria. So often on the bottle it will say um, with mother or from mother. So that means that it's more of a fermented That's a good one beverage. to check. But that's a great idea, your husband putting it in stir fries. Yeah, it's awesome. Gives it a really good flavour. Yeah, great mm-hmm. idea. Hello, Darren from Mayfield. You've got a question for Peter. Yeah, hello, Peter. I'm, I'm really happy you're talking about this today. I, I take it every day. I, two questions. But is there anything wrong with having it first thing in the morning? And can you have too much? Um, look, the, definitely it's fine to take um, first thing in the morning. How much are you taking at a time? Well, I'm probably having about four teaspoonfuls. So I like the taste of it. Yeah, okay. You know, so one taste, two tablespoonfuls. I have nothing there. About four, probably. Sorry, so I missed that last bit. Are you having four yeah. teaspoons or four tablespoons? Uh, about four tablespoons. I've put a fair bit in, in the cup. <laughs> he loves four, it. Four tablespoons yeah. twice a day or once a day? Probably, probably twice a day. Okay. Look, if, you, if your body's coping well with it, um, just watch your teeth. As I was talking about before, yeah. that's a fair bit of acidity. So um, I would definitely recommend getting a straw of some description. Um okay. If your digestion's coping with it, if you're not getting heartburn or reflux, um, it stops the reflux. It stops the reflux. But if I go to bed in a full stomach, I'll just get up in the middle of the night and have a squeeze and it stops it. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? People sort of think it'll yeah. make it worse. Look, I think, um, um, yeah. Look, uh, my gut feel is that four tablespoons twice a day is probably a bit much. Um, just, I think, from an enamel point of view and just because you're consistently doing. So I'd, I'd maybe do you two tablespoons twice a day with a straw. Okay. Some really good advice. We're going to go to Narelle in Wall's End. Have you got a question for Peter? Yes, I do. Peter, I'm not sure whether this is relevant or not, but I have uveitis, which I've had for 18 months, that's not responding to treatment. Right. Do you think that would have any effect if I tried the, the vinegar? Look, it probably depends what's causing the uveitis. Um, right. If it's um, it's worthwhile trying because because of the um, the enzymes in the apple cider vinegar, you might find it actually is quite calming, or it could be okay. the opposite and it could irritate. So, I think you'd have to just start <laughs> off with a small amount, and um, yep. I would put some good quality um, honey in it as well. Okay. Try yes, I do have some fresh raw honey. Perfect. We'll try two point two point five mils of the apple cider vinegar and a little bit of water, and maybe just a flat teaspoon of the honey. Warm it up, and maybe sip that and see if that gives you some relief. Okay, great. Sounds quite all nice. Right. Thanks, Narelle. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Peter. That's just about all we've got time for. What are we chatting about next week? Uh, next week we'll be talking um, all things thyroid, but particularly why reading your thyroid test results can be quite confusing and often doesn't give you the full story. With, you hear this a lot that, yeah. you know, the tests weren't quite right or, you know, the results were a bit funny. Yeah, and, and we really want to get a bit clearer about, you know, if you do actually have a thyroid problem or not. So, All right, Peter Mullen, we look forward to uh, speaking with you then for health and wellbeing. Thank you, Sarah. Lovely seeing you today. You too. 
Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.